Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy, Real Talk More. Who I got in the building with me? It's your boy, Cliff Brockbanal. And uh, this is Isaiah Icon Monroe. Mr. Icon, thanks for being the guest, you know. Happy Football Sunday, y'all. It's the first Sunday of the football year. You know, a lot of good upsets so far. I'm a Giants fan. Go G-Man. Who's your teams? I got Dallas tonight, winning by 10. Yeah, I don't I'm, think that's happening. I'm a Giants fan. More like Eli. Wherever okay. he goes, I'm going. Steady, steady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Steady, Eddie. To be honest with you, Peyton's my favorite player of all time, even though people criticize him. But I'm a G-Man all day. You know what I'm saying? So... Are you excited about tonight's game? Hmm. Cowboys against the Giants. Oh yeah, that's a that's a victory for the Giants, right? That, I believe so. Something um, light. Dallas by ten. <laughs> sticking by it. <laughs> Dallas by ten. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm really excited because football, football Sunday is is one of the best. You know, times of the year, the weather's starting to cool up. You know what I'm saying? You're starting to think about what your plans for the fall going into the winter. Relationship-wise, people start looking for that boo. Homeless dudes start looking for a big <laughs> chick he can sleep at her crib or ugly chick mm-hmm. nobody's showing love. He's going to have a spot for the winter so that in the spring he can be a slut again. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to get, you know, right into it. But, Mr. Mister Monroe, tell us more about yourself as far as, like, the things you got going on and, you know, your workouts because the reason why I chose to have Mr. Monroe on the show is, you know, not only you can see from his physique that he he gets it in physical wise, but he's such a positive dude. He's motivating. Like you watch his videos and you're like, you know what, I got to do something different. You know what I'm saying? I think the the hardest thing about getting in shape is everyone thinks that you know you got to be so drastic, and that's why we fail a lot of times. I've been on crazy diets I've done lost a hundred something pounds and gained it back because I do something that's you know extreme but I feel like you know it's making those changes and being comfortable to making those changes because if you do something you can't stick with that's why every new year you know now people got resolutions and goals and stuff like that oh I'm gonna start back again next week or next month you know what I'm saying because we we kind of bite on things that we can't hold on to but Mr. Monroe is going to talk to us about you know the different things that he does you know how he keeps in shape so you know let us know what you got going on well um well one thank you for having me on the show oh no no I'm doubt, no I'm excited to be here with you too I would say what I have going on a lot of trainers um fitness experts yeah. quotes in the air they they push perfection Mm-hmm. They push vanity. And the thing about working out, this is what I have going on, it's an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things that you can kind of fight through depression with. Yeah. So my main goal is not even really to train people. I will train people. Mm-hmm. But my main goal is to inspire those that are going through a tough time, mm-hmm. um, maybe with their husband, with their wife, with their children. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't like the way you look. And um, so my thing is, get down, do 10 push-ups. Not because you're trying to be this machine, it's going to make you feel good. So mm-hmm. if you start the day with 10 push-ups, you already made one achievement. Like mm-hmm. you starting your day off checking something off the checklist. Yeah. So that's kind of what I have going on. So the Monroe Show is really about um, working out, using that to show people you could use this one, to get your day started on the right track. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you feel good about yourself. Cool, cool. So, you know, I'm going to get into it, you know, 
as, as we go on an everyday show with several topics. The first topic I want to discuss is health in the black community, right? Because I feel like me being present company included, you know, there's so many people who aren't in good shape in the black community, and there's so many different reasons why. But my first question to both of you guys, why do you think obes obesity is so rampant in America, especially in the black community? You want to go first? Um, okay, I would say the reason why... I would go first with advertisement. So it's like a subtle approach. And whatever you see, you kind of, you may not even be thinking about, let's say, um, a Big Mac. Let's go back, because you know we're from the 80s. Mm -hmm. So a Big Mac. You know, you're not thinking about it being a Big Mac, and then McDonald's, you see an um, advertisement, a billboard, or a commercial, and you're like, hmm, I've had a Big Mac in a while. So I think the biggest issue is advertisement and the subtle approach. It's like if I keep nudging you and nudging you, mm -hmm. you're not even gonna realize that you're at the edge of the cliff. Yeah. And by the time you realize it, you're already falling off the cliff. Yeah. So I think the biggest issue is um, advertisement. advertisement. I think that's like number one. What do you think? Um, to piggyback what um, Isaiah says, um, it's definitely advertising, but also everything is so cheap. Right, yeah. creating the dollar menu, I think destroyed Yo, the I, black I was, yeah. When it was my time, I was gonna say the biggest thing that made yeah. me gain the most weight the is the it's dollar, the, menu. It's the yeah. dollar yeah. menu. So yeah. instead of five dollars getting a whole meal, exactly. I could get two, two burgers, like, yeah. chicken nah, nuggets, like, a, a frosty to fries. Big, to piggyback on the Moran show, what Moran said, it's the dollar menu. It's it's <laughs> it's borderline disgusting. Mick Tools, the good, Mick though. the Mick Tools, We're not only attacking McDonald's, right? Because no, all the no, other no, 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 no. Wendy's, the Pick Four. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those checkers. All of these it's things. It's one of those things in the black community, right? You got a side of five dollars, you could get Chinese could, food, yeah, McDonald's, yeah. Wendy's, options. Burger King. Where it's easy, it's easier to eat and unhealthy. And a salad is like ten dollars. Yeah. Than to eat healthy. You know what I'm saying? A salad is like ten dollars. Because when you when you eat healthy. Everything's expensive, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So you might get something that's organic that might cost thirteen, fourteen dollars. Now, if you get and you could do that once in a while, but it's hard to make yeah. that an everyday yeah. staple. You get a twenty piece nugget, four ninety nine, and they might throw you yeah. something else Maybe, in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so, so in the black community, some people, not to say everybody, some people only carry ten dollars. Ten dollars could go a long yeah, way through yeah. the day. Yeah. You, so, you, sorry, coach. You know what else it is too? We're in the community. We're all about like flavor. Right, mm -hmm. so we're pouring on tons of seasoning, extra sauce, yeah. you know. So it's like all those seasonings, the sodium, the sugar, those hidden sugars. It's yeah. all on the plate, and as long as it tastes good, we on it. Yeah. And I want seconds and thirds, and we're taught to n never don't waste no food. Don't, don't you waste, waste no, no food, food, boy. That's another <laughs> thing that that yeah. I'm gonna be honest that yeah. kills me is just like you know. Sometimes I would know that I'm full, but I have food. And then I'll just finish it because I, cause I mm -hmm. still have food mm -hmm. there, even though I'm satisfied. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're taught not to waste food. Yeah. Especially food is scarce. You know, food is hard to come by for some. So another thing that, you know, you, you bring up a lot of times I see in social media that I think is cool that a lot of people realize is you'd say sugar is a drug. People don't understand how bad sugar is and the abuse of sugar. Like, I think sugar probably kills more people than yeah, crack. Absolutely. Any of the hard drugs that, you know, we, we say no to drugs, but we're pushed on sugar everywhere we go. Yeah. Sugar, um, they did a study that sugar actually has the same effect, mm -hmm. or if not even more powerful, than heroin. Mm -hmm. 
as a dick, as wow. a dick yeah. They used some oh. lab rats. And yeah. they, um, That's they had a lab rat that was that had sugar, and they had a lab rat that had heroin. They both were high, and they put them on a hot plate to see how fast they react to it, and they both had the same reaction time. Wow. High off of sugar. Wow. A lot. So, um, you know, I also think, and maybe you guys could, you know, tell me if you agree or not, I think we're also kind of almost pre-genetically exposed to like being obese because of just even how coming to this country coming from you know our islands as far as like in the slavery component we were fed scraps you know what i'm saying that's why we eat chitlins and we eat like you know the the parts of animals that most people won't eat or <laughs> yeah. other cultures don't eat we make bomb ass soups mm, yeah. out of them mm-hmm. we Come fry up. them up yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's just a mixture of certain things so it's just like you know even culturally you know, yeah. we're brought up just eating so many things that are just not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, I'm not saying eating meat is bad and stuff like that, but just the, you know, the way that we eat our foods, the, the portions that we eat our food. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what's the big thing that causes obesity as well. You know what I'm saying? So what other factors you think are contributing to black people having a high rate of obesity and, you know, the illnesses that come from obesity? I, I believe, in my opinion, um, it's also what we glorify, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just use women, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, black women, I mean, sorry, black men tend to like really thick women. So yeah. a woman walks around and she has all this extra going on. Mm-hmm. I'm not losing no weight. Look how much attention I'm getting. I'm getting 300 likes if I just poke it out a little bit. That's a yeah. fact. Now, in That's other communities and other ethnicities, they're eating 10 salads a day. Why? Because those men won't even look at them if they don't got a V line. That's a strong. But us, we don't care about no butt and gut. That's, that's what we true. want. Butt and gut. That's true. If you got a fatty and titty, we don't take that little gut. Yeah. Don't take that little extra. Little that that, that, that muscle, booty yeah. doing the hood is all good. It's <laughs> all good. But no, you you made you know to you made a strong point about that. Like, and and that's the problem. Social media sometimes make it feel like it's okay to be big, right? When it, for men and women, well, Bec- I I don't mean to cut you off, but you know it's any big person like me being a big person. I know it's not healthy to be to be big, big, right? But I think there's a movement off more to to have people not be shamed for who they are, but to actually help. I don't think people are big enough being big, no. like big, big and beautiful. Big, no, <laughs> no. being big and beautiful. I think it's promoted because as a confidence thing to not have these people suffer from depression for them to um you know feel good about themselves but people know that being really big like my size is not healthy no no that's not true i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna explain right because now a girl and like you said in the black community big butt big titties that's that's what it is for 400 likes 500 likes which goes a girl a girl being five to 200 pounds it's dangerous. Very dangerous. It's, it's dangerous, dangerous, right? It's that, dangerous. That's morbidly for, obese. Yeah, but listen, if she's 5'2", 200 pounds, big butt, big titties, and she's on Instagram. Now, now, all of a sudden, she's an Instagram model. No, she is. Because she has a thousand likes. She, I'm she not does, sure oh, there's oh, that oh, many 5'2", 200 I, I'm, pounds I, I, listen, Instagram models. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. If you go on Instagram, there's about a these girls be five four, three five three five four, two hundred and fifteen pounds, glorifying it because glorifying. they got three thousand likes. And then they and, wear the waist trainer to and, make it look slim. Yeah, and, and then, they, and then, and then, and then they, they become um, 
They become models. They're booking parties. They're promoting stuff. Listen, being five three and two hundred fifteen pounds is not a good look. You 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 you're, you're in a downhill. Even you're in a downhill. Period. But situation. but social media right now is glorifying and giving them that thumbs up. So everybody feel like. Why I gotta lose weight? I'm sexy. It's true. If you don't listen, listen. I gotta disagree. No, it's true. I, I, let think, me, let me, I think thickness is glorified. But let me explain. But not let the me, unhealthy. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. Trust you gotta, me. You gotta give him a chance too. Okay. <laughs> no, no, okay, I'm definitely gonna give him a chance. What I'm saying is, if you go on social media right now, you can see about 40 girls. That's 200 pounds plus. They they're curvy and they're unhealthy. Well, let me just say this first mm-hmm. for those that are listening. Everybody's beautiful mm-hmm. in their own way, right? Yeah. If you like BBWs, that's your thing. If yeah. you like the size two, shout that's out your to thing. the BBWs. I love you. You like the BBWs? You know, real quick, you know it's funny that you think like guys that are fit, they want a fit woman. I'm not gonna lie, I don't really necessarily want a woman that's in tip top shape. I kinda want a little extra love handles. Yeah. You know, that's another story though, but um, what else were you now saying? You can talk that talk because we talk, talk that. Yeah, we talk that yeah, talk. We talk, yeah, 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 so I mean, you don't want. I mean, don't get it twisted. It's, it's a the, the human body is beautiful. Women, their bodies are beautiful in all shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just personally will want someone that may have a little, something extra. You know, not a BBW, but like. Well, actually, grab. I'm not against that at all. I mean, that's a whole nother show. But yeah. even the classification of BBW, there's ranges to it. Like that's there's true. levels yeah, to right. the BBW. You know what I'm saying? So, let me move on further in this topic. How can we eat healthy and afford it? Because, like you said, you know, the organic, the natural. A lot of these products are like through the roof. Like you try to eat healthy, and you have to add an extra two, three hundred dollars a month to your budget compared to eating. You know, fast and cheap. So, how can we eat healthy and afford it, especially those whose pockets are limited? So, what I would say is, you know, there's levels to everything. Mm-hmm. So, when you're eating bad, bad, um, that could be really expensive too. You know, there's not a dollar menu everywhere. You know, yeah, if you go, to, let's go. You say you go to um, Sarah Beth's, that the breakfast spot in the city. That's mm-hmm. an expensive place. Mm-hmm. The food, all the food's not good there either. So, it depends on what supermarket you're going to. If you go to a farmer's market, you can go there with twenty dollars and really come out like a champ mm-hmm. but if you go into Whole Foods you may want to bring your whole check so it just kind of depends on where you go because mm-hmm. I've shopped for healthy food and I've spent $10 and I'm coming up pretty good so it really depends on where you go if you go into Whole Foods Trader Joe's one of those places mm-hmm. you're going to spend a lot of money but if you're catching the, um, the farmer's market you'll be okay what do you think how can we eat healthy and afford it um like he said, you sometimes doing your research what supermarkets is offering certain things, and also um, you might can meal prep, meal prep through the week, yeah. and buy buy in bulk. You mm-hmm. know, certain places sell bulks of stuff where you can buy and cook for the week, where it's gonna be more efficient. Then you'd be surprised. You sometimes, on average, you could spend a hundred dollars every week on just food. Yeah. yeah, on food because Easily. if you don't if you if you don't if you don't meal prep and and organize with it, so it's about doing your research. You know, right now it's good to go on the internet and see where you can go to shop cheap. Trader Joe's is a good spot. Trader yeah. Joe's got a good yeah, spot. Yeah, that is a, that's definitely a you good know, spot where you can you know buy things that are affordable and and, and, and also it's about doing your research. Yeah. Like I love, like um like I said, it's about doing your research and just 
um, telling yourself in, in the beginning of the week, this is my budget. I'm only spending $50. So if you do that, you'll have a, a list of what kind of food you want to buy that's going to add up to $50. You know you can't get four four big chickens if yeah. that's going to mm-hmm. come out to $44. Yeah. Yeah, so then you're down to $6. Yeah. Then you... See, that's the hustle also with the, you know, the fast food being fast, being convenient, fast, not yeah. good, cheap. Yeah. You know, a lot of times... You know, healthier choices, like you said, takes the planning, takes the thinking, and that, for us, sometimes is an option. You sometimes you're working two jobs, so it's just like yeah. it's easy. It's two in the morning. I'm just coming home. I gotta be at my next job in a couple hours. Let me just grab a McChicken. Mm-hmm. Let me just grab something real quick and stuff like that. So, you're saying meal prepping, meal prepping. Also researching certain supermarkets like Trader Joe's. Um, just just doing your research on the internet. Right now, anytime you could Google something, stuff comes up. That's that's yeah. the good thing about that's the good thing about social media now. Like, we we really don't have no excuse to really not to try to care and try to want to be in shape. Mm-hmm. Right? I struggle with it every week. Four it's days out of the week, struggle. Monday through Monday through Thursday, I can eat salad. Once once Friday come on, that Sunday mindset, might be a killer. That from that mindset, you like, used to have Hagen Dazs Sundays. Hagen Sundays, <laughs> but that was my thing. But I wouldn't go through the whole week with it. You know, yeah. it's just about doing your research. I think. I would say one thing you definitely want, you want to have a game plan. Mm-hmm. You know. One thing about when you were in high school or college, they gave you a syllabus, you had a schedule, and that's when you were most efficient, right? Mm-hmm. So now, if you know you're gonna, if you're a person that you're not sure what you're gonna do when you go to a, a supermarket or when you go out to eat, know what you're gonna order before you get there. Know what you're gonna get when you go to the supermarket. It's hard, but don't deviate. Let me go down to aisle six to see what they got. You know they got Frosted Flakes, they got Kool-Aid, they got everything you don't want. Don't go down that aisle. That's why I don't go with my wife food shopping because I'm gonna want these treats and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I let her make the decision, so it eliminates me going out of the way mm-hmm. of getting things that I shouldn't have. So as someone, you know, because you you share a lot of your clean meals that you prepare and stuff like that. Could you just provide like one example of a good tasting, clean, quick, cheap meal that you that you that's cheap? To? Yeah. Wow. Um, even so, if it's not cheap, but healthy, budget easy friendly. to prepare, budget friendly, budget friendly. Yeah. So for breakfast, um, I'm an egg person. I mm-hmm. love eggs. So you okay. can do eggs or egg whites with avocado and maybe like three slices of bacon with some cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put a little green on the side, mm-hmm. maybe like some spinach, spinach omelet. That's yeah. a great breakfast. Okay. Avocados can be a little expensive if they're out of season. Yeah. Because you have the Haas and you have the California. There's yeah. different okay. types of avocados. Um, for lunch, you can have um, some olives. Um, you can have a sauteed chicken. You can have, even if you fry chicken, you can fry it like with, um, you dip it in like, from crunched up pork rinds instead mm-hmm. of like flour, you yeah. can also fry like that as well. Yeah. Um, tuna salad, um, wow, spinach, kale. If you, there's different types to weight, there's different ways to lose weight. So you have the ketogenic diet, you have paleo, you mm-hmm. have carb cycling. Mm-hmm. So if you're a carb cycler, then you got the brown rice, then you have, you know. Um, can you, because not everyone is in depth with knowledge, but what is carb cycling? Because I'm not even okay. sure. So when you carb cycle, um, you can go high, low, high, low. So low would be less than, let's say, 50 grams of carbs or okay. 30 grams of carbs or 10 grams of carbs, for depending on what your goal is for, for the, the day. day. Mm-hmm. So that day, you're going less than 30 grams of carbs. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, 
your goal, let's say 150, right? And you're going up and down. So that 150 day, would that be like a workout day where you're gonna be a workout more? day? Yeah. Okay. It'd be a workout day if your main um, fuel source is carbs. Mm-hmm. So you have two different fuel sources. I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but when you the one fuel source you have is carbs, and the other fuel source you have is fat. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you see people that's like kind of like crashing, mm-hmm. they have a car fuel source. So let's say you want to look at it more like a gas tank. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're when you're gassing off of carbs, you have two thousand calories to work with, mm-hmm. right? When you're gassing off of fat, you have up to forty thousand. So that's why you see people that are eating ketogenic diet, high fat, low carbs, moderate protein. They can go a long time without eating like those long fasts, yeah, because their body is in a fat burning mode. But when you're burning carbs. You're always hungry, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. So um, the next question, the last question on this topic I want to ask is, what's great ways to get in shape if you're not a gym person? Like for me, I like to, I like to go on walks because it's low impact on my body, you know, low pain and stuff like that. The gym, the gym is motivating, but to me, as someone my size, I'll go to the gym, i have a good workout, and then I'll have an experience of, you know, you see someone laughing at you. You're not being self-conscious. Like, you literally seen that. And it's just like, you know you're supposed to not care, but it, it affects you. It affects you, the energy and the approach you had to your workout. So then it kind of makes you a little reluctant to go to the gym. I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm speaking to, for myself particularly. So what's great ways to get in shape if you're not a gym person? Because yeah. I see you do a lot of workouts that's not necessarily yeah, in the gym. gym. You know, so I haven't actually been in a gym since March. I've wow. been really been outside a lot more mm-hmm. at home. Because I do want, I don't necessarily want to be in a gym as far as lifting weights. I'm trying to like kind of stream down. Mm-hmm. But as far as getting in shape at home, because a lot of people do have that issue where they feel self-conscious and mm-hmm. oh, people are looking at me. Then you got the guys that are flexing in the mirror. There's just yeah. so much going on in the gym. The meatheads. The, the meatheads meat head, make yeah. you kind of feel like. Yeah. You and know? It, you know, it's just a bit much. So a great way to get in shape at home, if let's say you're not in the greatest of shape, you know, you can't move that well, um, get, a, get a stopwatch and just put five minutes. Matter of fact, get your favorite song. Right, mm-hmm. um, I've been listening to. I S- love to work out the songs. Yeah, get a song. It'll trick me to go mm-hmm. longer because I like the playlist. Yeah, so let's say there's three verses, right? So the first verse, you're you're running in place, and now every time the hook comes on, you're gonna do a certain move. Now the hook is gonna be an, a tough move because the hook is never really long. Yeah. So let's say um, tug jumps or burpee or something or a modified burpee where you just go down to the ground and stand back up. You do that for the hook. Mm-hmm. So then the second verse, let's say you want to do push-ups, right? Yeah. And you do push-ups for the second verse and then you go back to the burpees to the hook. And then the third verse, let's say you want to do um, high knees or jumping jacks or something to that nature. Yeah. And then the bridge and the end of the song, you just tough it out and finish with the burpees. Mm-hmm. And every so- a song is about what, three minutes and 26 seconds yeah. or four minutes, 30 seconds. Yeah. And it's a great start. Now, one thing I always tell people um, that I've trained, that I work with, just start. So whatever you have to do, if it's running, just take the first step. Because then one step turns to 10. Um, if it's push-ups, just do the first push-up. Mm-hmm. Your arms are going to start creaking if you're a little older. Um, y- it may hurt, but just do the first one. And if you want to quit after the first one, I- I- I'm not advocating that you quit, mm-hmm. but... I am also realistic. You may want to quit, but guess what? Then tomorrow, do it again. You build up, build up. Yeah, yeah. Because you may get two push-ups. So if all you could do is two push-ups or two jumping jacks, that's what I want you to do. Do the two push-ups. Take a two-minute break, 
Do two more, and then that's that's just said. Two push-ups. I'm glad you said. I'm gonna get your input. Have to. I'm glad no you problem. said that because no a lot of times people quit because they're following the direction of someone who's a seasoned veteran. So I go watch these videos, and I'm just like, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And it kind of gives you like, F it. I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the key is just to try to be active. That's what I'm learning. So like, you know what? Okay, I mean, I feel like doing a whole plan routine but let me just get out and walk let me move just be active what are the kind of things you do to like get in shape not necessarily in the gym um what i like i said like he said i like listening to music dancing is a great way to get in shape so if you're not a gym person like i'm not and you want to get in shape you don't want to go to the gym go dancing out for two three times a week what you call it You might not be able To do it throughout the week When you're working But maybe on a Friday Saturday You know Heat up a couple of spots Get a couple of hours Really dance Because that'll be your cardio If you're not a gym person And also I think What's important is You can look at certain videos To get motivation Right mm -hmm. So when you're at home You can YouTube something Or have some motivation thing And I think it's important To do like a full journal And also a, a journal For a, a workout journal, yeah. Because when you write things down it's good for you to remember things and it's going to build. Like, and it you, keeps you honest. You, yeah, you kind of feel like, yo, keep, look it, what I was doing. You, I was bugging out. Honest. And then also, it's like this. Like, like he said, you can't start off lifting 325. <laughs> it doesn't work you, like No. That. Every week, you got to build yourself. To, for example, when we went on vacation, I was showing you little workouts you can do. Yeah. Every day, you got to shock your body because your body's not going to work the same every day. And the thing about me is when I work out or I, I do a certain thing, I don't care if the kid is there. I seen somebody in high school, 17-year-old, doing a workout. I went up to him and I said, yo, you can, can you show me that? Yeah. I don't, what's going on? Because I've never seen that. And, you know, I, I'm yeah. in the gym in and out all, all the time. But, I, you know, it's, it's about asking people. So you, knowledge is key, right? So when yeah. you ask, you get better. So certain things you can do, even at home, you can probably... Facebook somebody and message mm -hmm. what you call and say, listen, you know, I'm not a gym person. You're in good shape. Can you just yeah, send me a couple mm -hmm. things? He, he might charge you. He might just say, you know what? I want to help. Yeah. That's it. I have a great, great, great tip. So for the for the 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 people, fathers and mothers that have babies, listen, the baby wants to be held, right? You want to work out. That's a Pick fact. the baby up. Do some curls. Do some squat. Hold the baby and start squatting. Hold the baby. And um, it's a workout. The baby's having a blast. You're working out. You're knocking out two birds with one stone, right? <laughs> That's Nothing true. to yeah. Get the gallon of milk. Get the gallon of water. If you got both, put one in one hand. Put, and just start curling. The, when I was at Equinox as a trainer, the one thing that they, they taught me that changed my life was it's not fitness. It's movement. So that's the one thing I want to really tell people. Yeah. Move your body. Mm -hmm. if, if if you just walk down the block, come back home, do it for a week, and then next week, walk two blocks. And if you could do a light little run from this car to, you know, two cars down, that's your workout. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not going to start with a marathon. And, and I think that's key that you guys are saying that is movement because we're living in a society in a time that we have sedentary work and then we have sedentary habits. I think even though it's cool, it's made us, you know, have a lot. We have a lot more content of entertainment, you know, with the Netflix binges and stuff like that. Like, me and my wife, we, we, we're behind on power. So we was on season three <laughs> coming into the weekend, and now we're on season 
Because I, I, I wasn't into it like that. So so now we're on season four, episode eight. And he's a spoiler alert, too. Not oh, he's behind. He's no, I, he's one, I was a spoiler alert. It's because, you know, social alert. media people be sending things. Oh, that yeah. And he's a spoiler So you don't know what happened in the season finale? No, no, no. I can no, tell I you right no, now. No, no, no. You sure? You should. Tell, I should tell him, right? You should. No, no, he, no, he, I can he, tell he, you what he happened. He wanted. So we're going to move on, right? So now we're going to move on to the topic of looking for love. And, you know... We're both part of a group called The Network. Yeah. And, you know, there's all different kind of things. And one of the questions I had asked a girl when um, they did a post about something, like, ask a girl a question. I'm just like, you know, where do people nowadays go to meet people if you're not in the clubs, mm. if you're not part of that scene? Like, if you don't want to be in the scene, like, where do people meet each other, right? So this topic is called Looking for Love. The first question is, where is the best place to look for love in 2017? I'll start with you, and then we'll go to you. Honestly, I would say there's two places. One, don't look for it, and they'll just fall upon you. So what I mean by that, let's say you're going to, G, I'm saying GNC, right, because it's my health, but yeah. GNC or Macy's, and you at the cash register, or you see a woman that she just happened to be in the same aisle as you. Mm -hmm. You catch eye contact, shoot your shot, then see what happens. Mm -hmm. If you try to get her number and she says no, you didn't have a number anyway, so, you know, yeah. just shoot your shot. That's one. Two, me personally, I'm a huge advocate for online dating. People don't like it, but I would say I, I love it because... That's one of the topics we're going to get further in, but finish, oh, that, okay. finish that point. All right, so basically, it's like, you, it's like a catalog. Yeah. I don't have to, like, okay, what I want? Okay, I want someone that's tall. I want, you know, kind of brown. You know, I want to see her body. And when you're not getting catfished... That's another topic. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, all right. No, no. Right. I'm glad you have these points because yeah. it, it speaks to what we want to talk about. But go ahead. So just to make it quick, online dating. It's a catalog. You know what you want. You go to the catalog. You go to what you like and just stick to that. And you're going to get what you want. You just got to. It's a numbers game. It sounds terrible, but it's the truth. With what online about dating. you? What do you think are the best places to look for love in 2017? Um... I think the best places to to look for love is definitely online dating. To to piggyback what Isaiah said, um, it's online dating and also, I feel like you know you 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 can meet some good people at social events if you're not into that and you're not into that field. You were saying though, if you well, like because it's just like people growing up or in '90s, even nowadays, people yeah. always think I gotta go to the club to go meet. Somebody. But you know I what? Be also, in a, a also, you don't have to be in a popping. Like I said, do the internet now, twenty seventeen. If you really want to be successful, use the internet as a tool, and, and and it could take you could take off because you could go to game nights. Yeah. You know, I love you that. could you could go to you could go to you could go to church functions where they go to send up plays poetry. and stuff. It's 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 so much poetry night. Mm -hmm. You could go to stuff. Everybody's not in the club. Everybody don't want to be popping bottles and everything. I get it. I'm even mm -hmm. at that age where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm pulling back. You know, I'm if pulling back. I mean, obviously, I'm married, so I'm not looking for someone. But as far as that social, you know, that social arena, I would love if there was more like. Consistent game nights, consistent yeah game you know, nights. There's a there's an app called Meetup. It's mm -hmm. called Meetup. It's an app, mm -hmm. and you just go on it, and it tells you all the things that happen. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Cool, yeah. cool. And I'm also, cool. that's, 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 um, I just want to be yeah. more social and not yeah. necessarily stagnant and mm -hmm. not doing yeah. things. And um, this might sound crazy, but you know, everybody should try it one time. Speed dating. 
Yeah. Really? Speed day. You why did it not? Why not? I did it when I wasn't married. <laughs> so <laughs> I did it when I wasn't married. This happened a while ago, oh, right? Long, yeah. not long, 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 long time ago. I mean, it was cool. It was something. It was I, something I experienced, and it was. It was the it was reason cool. why this is critical to me because uh, I've told this story before in the past. I met my wife because my best friend Sensei. Shout out to Sensei. Sensei's not in today because Sensei had to take care of some of his military obligations. But um. His his ex-wife's co-worker, his ex-wife is my wife's co-worker, and that's how I was introduced to her. But I always think to myself, I'm not a big in the club person. Like, you know, how else would I have been able to meet my spouse if it wasn't for, you know, that introduction? We're going to talk about the social media thing, but I think another good thing that people... To piggyback on what you're saying, it's about to shoot the shot kind of thing. I think nowadays people, especially in New York, walk around with that negative energy. So it don't allow you to meet people. Like to me, I walk around and I try my best to smile mm-hmm. at people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can't, you can't look at people and stare, but have that approachable demeanor, right? Because a lot of times we block blessings or we block, you know, quote-unquote meeting people because we're walking around with a negative energy. New York New York has the default negative energy. You're like, what up, Ma? Oh, you can't talk? F you then, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just the, 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 automatic. the automatic negative energy. It's not the woman's fault, you know what I'm saying? Because men walk around, you know, not being inviting as well, so they just hit chicks, you know, hit females with the cheap, the cheap, hey, what up, Ma, just say, if it don't work out, cool, and why? Because, you know, we're walking around not having that inviting energy. So that's another, you know, roadblock to people meeting people in 2017. So the next question is because you guys both said online dating is like one of the best ways to meet people in this day and age, right? So the question is, though, because before my wife, I met a couple people online, cool and stuff like that but it's sort of like you know people online present a representative that they want you to know like me there was there's been a couple of times that i was kicking with a female short short i had to stop saying female people hate when you say female i was i was kicking it with a from woman online and like you know she had a couple of pictures up and it was angled pictures and stuff mm. like that so you don't really get to see the whole scenery you don't want to mm. be sh- you don't want to be shallow and say okay i'm not going to keep getting to know this person because they only put out a certain image but then you always get that you question have to, though, mark, right? have to though so with all the catfishing and fronting for the gram is it possible to find love online because a lot of times you get these like i always tell people if you look at four profile pictures of a female and it's only headshots and shoulders. She's probably a big girl. Probably she's big probably girl. not in shape. There's probably something that she's trying to hide. So with with all the screening and the filters, and now one of my the most annoying things to me now is the Snapchat filters. Everybody got a cat and a nose oh, and a dog and a look at and yeah, the, the crown. Yeah. Flower, yeah. So you don't get to see people's regular pictures. You see yeah, all these filters. Yeah. Fake eye colors because yeah. of the filters. So with the yeah. catfishing and the fronting for the social media, how... Can you truly meet someone natural or someone that you want to get with online? I'll go first on this one. Yeah. Um, I definitely think you can, right? So even even with the catfish and all and what all that's what's going on, what you do is the proper way to do it is you got to put that person out of their comfort zone. You got to do something <laughs> out of the norm. That's when you're gonna. That's that's when you're gonna know. Okay, this is not going. It's not gonna move on forward because if that person is into 
in the club, if, if all his pictures or female or male is in the club all the time, he's looking like this, he's looking like that, he, he's doing this, whatever. You might have to do something that, you know, our first date or vice men or women, we're going to the library, pick out a book, read some information to him, see if see where his head is at. Because then well, that's completely different. I, I, you know I, why I, that's I you know why that you got to put somebody outside of the comfort zone because that's gonna know you're gonna find out who really. Who's that person is? Because mm-hmm. everybody's pretending. Pretending. If if, if you look at everybody's social media, everybody got money. Everybody everybody's get, everybody rich. Everybody's rich. Every, but every but everybody don't got all your money. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people's using EBT out here. But they acting. It's it's so it's so easy to to borrow three people's stuff and act like that. So what you got to do? You got to put them outside of their comfort zone. Do go outside of the box. So if you got that Instagram. Model, she's always taking pictures with bottle service. She's with mm-hmm. all these popping things. She's taking a picture with Fab. She's taking a picture <laughs> with Dave E. She's doing this with a boom. Take her to the library. See if mm. she can read. See, see, see if she, she can read. read. So, That's a good one. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> so Isaiah, so you you tell me with the catfishing and all mm. that. How, how? Well, I am. Um, how to effectively use effectively? Oh uh, wow. So I've never been catfished before. Right. I've been catfished. You've been catfished before? <laughs> I've been catfished in some weird, some weird situations. Really? Uh, I would, well, one, I want to see a picture. So you, you can send a picture to me. It's easy. You can still catfish someone with a picture. Mm-hmm. With FaceTime, Tango, um, all these different Facebook, honestly, I want to see, I want to talk to you live. And if you don't want to FaceTime me live, that's a some deal. some some woman might say you know it takes time for me to build gonna, up. It'll take time for us to meet then because I'm not going. I want to see that it's really you. Mm-hmm. Let me, and another thing to it, like you just said, if every picture is glamorous, <laughs> let me get a picture with you in your head wrap. Let me get you a picture with you in your bonnet. But people, or just a ponytail. People don't want to send that until they already know they, they got you I, in their links. I just I just because it's so crazy getting catfish. If you're really feeling me, and you're really interested in me. Then just show me a regular, regular picture. Yeah, it's not wrong with it. If you, yeah. but if you, if you don't, then it's like you're not the real deal anyway. So you don't even want to waste your time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna meet you anyway. Just see how you look. No, I'm not gonna meet you because I've been catfish. Matter of fact, I was catfish one time. Okay. <laughs> I was catfish. <laughs> she, was wheel- she was in a wheelchair, and she had the arm, the um, the gift. <laughs> she had. <laughs> I'm not, not laughing. Listen, listen, we're not, not laughing, laughing at, at people I'm, who are my experience. or people with deformities and stuff like that. But it's it's like it's tough to get surprised with that, right? It was crazy. It, it, you kind of yeah. let, let's let's keep it real. Like me, I'm a big dude, so I never would present like the you know the hiding that I'm a big dude. Like show me who you are. Yeah. Let's not waste each yeah, other time because. That's Don't spend all this time building me up to something and then I get something else. Then it's just that we both wasted each other's time. So if you have the captain, you know, uh, hook or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Like the scary movie, the guy with the little yeah. arm. You know, you kind of got to let it be known or, to or that the, person. Or, or the DJ Paul from Triple Six Mafia. I have a good quick story. <laughs> yeah. So I was, um, it was online dating mm-hmm. and, you know, she was talking that talk. Yeah. Come see me. Yeah, yeah. It was a chat line. Wow, remember the chat? Oh, yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Those were days. 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 Those were days.
females in the projects. I just don't. I was on a mission. Let, let, let's, I, get, I let's, get, let's get to let's 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 let's, let, let's, let's get to another story. Neutral location. I'll drop you off mm-hmm. if we we had the vibe and stuff like that. But to me, it's just like you know the project dudes hate. Letting another dude from another hood come pick up their yeah. they females and yeah. stuff. It's 52 dudes in the front, and it's sort of like, you know, football practice trying to yeah. go through that line to go yeah. meet the female. But go ahead. Well, I was about 19 years old. I had just lost my virginity, okay. and um, I was on the chase, right? Mm-hmm. So she said, come through, and uh, I went I went over there. She opened the door, and I looked, and it was a dude. It, he had, like, he had the, the, the cowboy hat on, the daisy dudes. It was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, oh, this is views from the friend zone, right? You, 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 from the friend zone. Isaiah, please talk into the mic. <laughs> no, it was, um, it was wild. I was just like, he was like, "Do you want something to drink?" I but was like, no. "That's how you get killed, though." No, it was crazy. This is a complete sidebar, but you know, like, um. Bobby Valentino got caught up with a transsexual, and he quote unquote said that you know he was led to believe it was somebody else, and when he got there, it was a different story, and that's how he got videotaped. Yeah, I don't I, believe this, it. This, this, this a chat line error, so I don't, it was yeah. it, oh he. No, 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 no. This I don't. That's his story. So yeah. if that's his story, you can stick it to. But the chat line was dangerous. It was dangerous because man. anybody could be anything. Literally, the chat line. literally, and wow. that was the last. That was my last. Experience. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's so crazy. But that could get you. It makes noise. But that could get you snatched up, though. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's the wrong, the wrong oh, wow, one. Wow. It was crazy. I saw my boy outside, and I told him what happened. He was like, oh, that was a dude that just drugged somebody last week. He What he did was he was drugging people and raping them. I was like, yo, it's crazy. Wow, I never went on the chat line that, again. But you know what? That's, that's crazy. To me, my... My, like, I've had catfish situations, but the way that I would approach online dating, even, I'm not in the, I always got a disclaimer, I'm not out here <laughs> on plenty of fish or meetup or whatever, plenty but to me, fish. it's just like, what's going to make me want to pursue further is not the nice pit pictures, because nice pictures are a dime a dozen, stuff like that. I look at your hobbies, and I see what's interesting to me, right? Like, for me and my wife, you know, after the introduction was from my boy, gave me the number, and then I... I was I was in a bad place. I just stopped, you know, dealing with another female. I was just like, I'm not sure if I want to be dating nothing, nothing serious. I'm gonna try to see if I could get as much money as possible. Oh, yeah, because I was still young. But we started talking, and then the interesting thing she said she was a big Batman fan, and I'm a huge Batman fan. And then I started talking to her about it, and then she gave me like a Batman quiz about different things, and then. We was just laughing and joking about how much we shared that. And that was our, our bond thing. I was like, that wasn't usual. You know, how many times you meet a, a, a woman and it's just like, yeah, bonding off of, like, comics or something like that, you know? So th- to me, it's just like, on the social, when you're going through, like, the, the tenders and things like that, you know, you swipe left and stuff like that, you got to find the hobbies, the things that draw your interest. Because it's going to be a lot of females with a nice bra that show you the boobs or that certain dress, you know, or certain jeans that show that butt, and then you pull it down, then you see it's like a body wrap and butt pads. Oh, oh, and yeah, all that. butt pads. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the butt pads. Crazy. Butt pad. Yeah. So, um, so the next question is going to be, um, as far as looking for love, do you think we spend too much time looking for love in the wrong places, like the club or social media? Why do so many people feel there are no good men or good women out there? Because I always hear that. I always hear people say, especially women. Saying there's no good men out here, so why why do you think people feel mm. that way? 
Are we looking for love or spending too much time in the wrong places looking for love? Um, I'll go. I'll go first on that question. I think it's because a lot of times. People are not willing to go outside of their comfort zone, right? When you're not willing to go out of your comfort zone, you you only you only gonna find and attract certain dudes or certain people. That's if you fact. if That's if you fact. if you listen, if you go into the club all the time, if you popping bottles all the time, you looking for you if you're looking for the next dip set. That's the only person. No, no, I'm not. I'm He's not going to dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only gonna settle. You, you only gonna find that person. But if you're trying to yeah. find somebody that you know what. I want him to be my baby father. I want to have a husband. I want also us to buy a house together. I want us to build a future. Go to church. You might meet a nice brother in church. It's not. It's, listen, church is not about just being religious. Yeah. Church sometimes is. It's you don't go to church all the time for the preacher. It's a lot of things going on in church. Yeah, it's about the there's snakes in church. Yeah, too, it's a, but it's about the, the it's about snakes. the message and foundation, right? Because every time you go, sometimes it's crazy when you go. If you feel like they're talking to you, yeah. of a certain yeah, scenario, yeah. so you gotta go outside of your comfort zone. People are so comfortable to saying, "Nah, I don't. chicks always say, "Oh, I want a good dude. I want this, whatever." But you keep trying to date Young Jeezy. Young yeah. Jeezy don't want that commitment with you all the time. Mm. Go outside of your comfort zone. Date I, some, I always say that. I always... Date no, date somebody that that you know normally you wouldn't date, and give it a try, give it a shot. When you do that. You you could find love. What about you? One, I want to say I totally agree with you. I'm gonna go a totally different direction though. Okay. One, if you can't find a good woman or a good man, you really gotta look in the mirror for a moment. And because what's the common denominator? Not every man is bad. Not every woman is bad. That's a fact. So you need to do some self reflection, mm-hmm. some self assessment, mm-hmm. and be honest with yourself. You do have a bad attitude. You think you know everything. You are too judgmental. That's the first step. Two. What energy are you giving off? Yeah. Uh, have you forgiven yourself of certain situations you went through? Mm-hmm. Let's say you were in a domestic, domestic um, violence kind of, you know, the yeah. domestic situation where you were getting beat, oh, and wow. you blamed yeah. yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, why did he beat me? Why did she beat me? Because you know. And then now you be carrying those. Now you carrying this baggage, right? And you may ha- you may meet Prince Charming. I mean, this guy or this woman is everything God has sent for you, but the right? Bags are but the bags is just there. It's kind of like sandbags mm-hmm. in war. Yeah. You know, you're in the bunker. Yeah. And you, you gotta you look over the sandbag. You got your sandbag is so high you, you can't even you, see the you field. Can't make good assessment. Yeah. So I, I no finish what you're uh, so say. Just to finish, I just wanna say the first step really is forgive yourself, love yourself fully. Matter of fact, take yourself on a couple of dates mm-hmm. and see if if you if you're the common denominator, maybe you need to change change what's going on. I, I, I agree with both of what you guys were saying in different in different um, aspects, I feel a lot of times we keep fishing in the same pool and expect mm. to find catch different fish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. to be with both of what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if I continue to be like, you know what? I'm looking for somebody special, and I keep going to the same, same places, spot, yeah. doing the same things, or even dealing with the same circles. I'm gonna kind of find like-minded people or like-minded people like-minded agendas so i feel like the reason why we feel so many times there's not a lot of good women out there a lot of, a lot of good men out there is because like you said we're not stepping outside of our box our comfort zone we, yeah. we're staying in our comfort zone yeah. like you know you're not going to find that many unique different things outside of just your regular comfort zone i have a a home girl who's just like you know cute 
sweet, all that stuff. And she, she has real trouble finding a good man. And I'm just like, your exposure is limited. You know, mm. you go to work, you go home, you go to church, and that's it. I mean, sometimes, you like you said, you can find somebody, you know, special in church. But at the same time, sometimes you don't have the mindset in church. Like, I always feel awkward when I see a woman wearing a tight dress that got a fatty in church. Because I'm like, mm, yo, I shouldn't, I, you know, I shouldn't have that distraction in church kind of thing. So sometimes you might not have a church with the mentality to find somebody special, but sometimes there's activities going yeah. on that you could branch off and find it. I feel like we have to really stop swimming in the same pool That's expecting to find different Go outside fish. of your yeah. comfort yeah. zone. And then, find, like you said, the meetups and stuff like that, maybe look for people who share similar interests to you and not necessarily look for certain aesthetics or how certain people look. And I would say this real quick. Um, because I struggle with this. Stop looking for perfection. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't exist. My aunt said the realest thing to me. She said to me, you're going to deal with somebody's shit. You just got to pick who shit you're going to deal with. Everybody comes fact. with some shit. That's a fact. He, he's an asshole. He's a jerk. He's broke. You, what, are, what are you going to deal with? You pick what you're going to deal with. You hold the hand, lock on. You're going to ride it out. Period. And uh, before we go to the next question, I just want to talk about it. You can't be dealing with the same dudes or females you were dealing with in your 20s, your 30s, and 40s, right? Every generation, <laughs> no, no, real yeah, talk. Every true. generation, you got to move on. Yeah. I'm, I'll put my age out there. I'm 32. I, even if I was single right now, I'm married man. Even if I was single, I would not deal with a 21-year-old because the mm. mindset is different. She, you not, no, no, no. You find an experience with what you call the mindset is different. At 32, I should be dealing with somebody 32 or yeah. older, or at least somebody 30, 20, 30 20s. Uh, I think 20s. if you weren't in high school. Yeah. Anyway, together, but anyway, right. somewhere yeah. close. So a four-year you, gap. You cannot, yeah. you cannot be dealing with, if you're 30, 30, in your 30s, dealing with somebody who's 19. Because you're not going to find, you're not going to find that. And the same thing with somebody who's 40. You can't be 40 years old dealing with that 25-year-old boy or, or, or female. Expect him to be on your level. Expect to be on your level just because he might bring something good to the table. I, I Surround yourself around good energy around your age bracket. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with that. I'm a believer in that. That's, that's you know, I, I like all of those answers as far as like you know why we don't see good men, good women out there is because of the mindsets that we have. We have to change our mindset. So we're gonna move on to the last topic. The last topic is a little bit different from what we've been talking about so far. And it's, it's gentrification, right? It's just like I seen an article the other day, and it was just saying how like you know. Dumbo, all of these communities that used to be considered black communities are no longer black communities. We no longer can afford to live there. We no longer have influences over there. And it's crazy because people who aren't from those communities come into these communities and they're safer in these communities than we are. And we grew up in these neighborhoods, right? It's sort of like crime you know, goes around them and still hits you kind of thing. So my first question is, so many of our neighborhoods are no longer our neighborhoods. What do you think we can do to survive? Because I feel like it's almost like we're being pushed out of our neighborhoods. We can't afford to live in our neighborhoods. There's so many crazy things. So what can we do to survive in our neighborhoods? Go ahead. You know, reach out. Have town meetings. Bring the people around each other to see what's going on. Also, communication. Because look look, look what's going on in Harlem. They're trying to change the whole Harlem up. Harlem ain't Harlem anymore. They trying to, they trying to, they trying to kick all the Harlem has tradition, right? Has culture, culture, everything. Mm -hmm. They trying to change the whole Harlem up. 
Maybe, you know, people that lived there for years. Because somebody who's 67 years old, they can't just get up and move and go somewhere else. So have town meetings, organization groups, certain things you can do. And reach out, learn who's in charge of what area you live in. That's very important. Get involved. When you, if you're not involved, you can't talk about it. That's a fact. When you say survive, are you talking... As far as crime or as far as the financial? Which, as, far which way? As, as far as establishing a domain of somewhere we could live, somewhere we could call our own, right? Because it's just like, like you said, you know, you use Harlem as an example. Downtown Brooklyn is another example. East New York is like, like even East New York is starting to change. Bed-Stuy. That's like the last of the... Yeah, Bushwick, bed All of these yeah. traditional minority communities are no longer minority communities because things are so expensive people are getting pushed out so what do you think as a community we can do to like actually hold on to a neighborhood or find places where we can stay and grow in yeah so the one thing that um i'm learning because i was doing i work with different you know people that wealthy people and i i look at one what they're reading two like how they carry themselves. And the biggest thing that I've noticed that's the difference between our community and theirs is our value system. Like, mm-hmm. what do we value? And I think the oh, first step is change your value system. And what I'm about to say, I'm not knocking this, but our value system in our community is what? Um, get a city job, right? Um, that's like the, the cream of the crop. Get a city job. Their value system is lawyer, doctor, judge. They, they're creating movers and shakers. We're creating people that are just surviving. So if we just start creating more movers and shakers, it's going to be a lot harder for them to just take over. I agree with that. agree what you're saying as far as our goals and stuff. But another thing, I, I have to take it one step further from what you're saying is, you know, I, I have friends who, are, who have city jobs, like, you know, who are correctional officers or firemen, policemen, and stuff like that. You know, they eventually do make good incomes. My thing is the value, well, I agree with the value system is, we don't value enough of buying property mm. and starting businesses in our community. We, we, we value, okay, making as much money as possible to obtain perishable things. Oh, I'm guilty of it, you know, jewelry, nice cars, and things of that nature, but we don't value enough of, getting deeds, having properties so that we can establish communities and have it look and grow the same that we do. We just, we always have, everybody got this hustle and grind mentality, but what are we hustling and grinding for? Mm-hmm. We have to change what we're hustling and grinding for. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to hustle and grind to make the community to a place where our kids could go to school there and really learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, to piggyback what you're saying is, also, but it, it, you know what it is? The system sometimes is not. I'm not gonna say the system, but sometimes is designed where in our community we don't work together. We work against each other. That's true. We compete. So yeah, the, compete like I said, like I said, other. we don't work together. We work against each other, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm the neighbor, if I'm a neighbor with you for 20 years, what you call it? I'm not gonna look at it and say, you know what? Maybe we could work together and, and start a movement to help everybody in the community. I'm doing. I'm well off. I'm gonna say to you, man. I don't give a fuck what he's doing. Yeah, I don't care yeah. if he's down. You know, you know that person's down and out. Mm-hmm. It, it could just take two minutes to reach out to say, you know what, yo, I see that you're having a hard time. What's going on? You know, uh, this is a quick one thing I noticed that they like you. You are totally right. One thing that other communities do when their value system is different, they team up together. Working right? together, yeah. Together. So let's get 
let's talk about living situation. Oh, instead of struggling and renting a room, they'll or it'll be four of them in one apartment on Lexington and 69th Street mm-hmm. and living with a and like this, you know, the doorman and living it up, and they all pay five hundred dollars. And then listen, yeah. they all. That next thing you know, two years later, they all own houses. That's exactly because they're saving money while they all. His, that's but, the same bodega store, man. Yeah, <laughs> thirty we, of them live together, yeah, and, and then, then all of a sudden they all have houses. All and then of a sudden the they, they, yeah. they got they got a store and a house. You like, how did you? Yeah, because you know they work together, and, and that further, you know, confirms what I'm saying. Their grind, the grind mentality, right? It's like. I, I know so many people who's working hard to save up money for a down payment on a fly-ass car, mm. but will be renting. Will, I, there's nothing wrong with renting if you have to rent, but it's just like you're spending almost mortgage-type money a month yes. for this fly car, and at the end of the day, after five years, most cars are depreciate. Forget the depreciation. It's like, you know, you lose interest in that car. So now you're moving on to yeah, that sure. next yeah. venue. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't think we hustle and grind for that end goal. Like, you know, some, some I'm Caribbean. Some Caribbean families have the mentality like kids don't move out until they're ready to buy a house. Instead of you, I want to break out from my, my family to be renting to never be able to do more than just rent. So because we're coming close to the end, uh, another question is, with rent being so expensive, right, are we kind of being forced out of the city? Like, you know, what can people do to be able to, like, you know, find find places to, to live and stay in that community? Because it's just like a one-bedroom in bed style is like $1,500, $1,700. That's cheap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's even more. Yeah, it's more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like that's insane. That's almost a mortgage for a lot of people. Yeah. So 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 what can be done, like, do you think it's like strategically being done or is this that we're not stepping up to doing what we need to do? Hmm. I, I would say my answer is pretty brief. Um, cause I'm in the city every single day and I'm not just out there. I'm, I'm really paying attention to what's going on. I would say this, either you move or you step your game up. And I heard you say, I believe it was last week, you know, two jobs, grinding, really pushing it to the limit. You can't be lazy and want to stay in New York City. No. Like no. that New York City makes you grind. You gotta grind. You gotta grind. Like, you know, grind. So, you gotta you wanna grind. stay here, you gonna have to work two or three jobs or get you a trade that works or go get a degree. Um in a not just a degree, but get a, a degree in a field that matters. Mm-hmm. Where you know you're gonna come out making a certain amount of money. Yeah. That's my opinion. Um, like you said, like me, I'm a firm I believe in you gotta work hard to get certain things, right? Like any I got stuff. I got a lot of good stuff. Nice car, nice distance, which goes. I work hard for it. Mm-hmm. People, people, people ask you a certain thing and think you just got it because you was fortunate. If you if you know the hustle, but you got listen in New York, you got to hustle hard. If you're not hustling hard, you're not gonna eat. You're gonna be left behind, and you're gonna be forced with that negative energy to not try to work with somebody to build yourself up and build that person up because you don't know how to do it. You gotta value, work hard. You got it. Got to be a system. You gotta grind because nobody's gonna give it to you. All right. So this is gonna be the last question because we gotta wrap up. We're coming close to the end of time. Why aren't any black real estate groups or businesses being more active in our communities? I think that's that's one of the things that bother me so much. It's just like you know, you'll know people who's getting money, you know, who who has you know the finances. But they never take a say, you know what, I'm going, like Jay-Z, I, I love Jay-Z more for his business acumen than being an artist and stuff like that. Whereas this, 
you know, we don't take pride in purchasing and owning neighborhoods. We kind of just like, we get that high money, and what we do, we go spend money to live somewhere where we're not appreciated and we're viewed as an outsider, and we never take that same money and build up where we at and make make like a black neighborhood a popping place to live. You know, black neighborhoods get popping when outsiders come in and purchase it and change the dynamics and it's no longer a black neighborhood or minority community. That's and true. they get it for cheap. They get it for cheap. Yeah. Like Jay-Z said in the rap song. The Dumbo. He, the right? Dumbo, yeah. right? He could have mm-hmm. bought a building for two million, now it's worth 25 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, they, we always catch the trends afterwards, but we're quick to stunt on someone yeah. with a fresh new gear, I, 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 shoes goes, and stuff like that. Go. You want to go? I would just say, um, it goes back to what we value. One, two, you know, you said earlier, it's it's a competition. So with with they other ethnicities, it's let's let's go live in the house together. Thirty of us, so we go all buy houses. You know, yeah. Um, let's be roommates over here, so we go have houses. With us is, um, I'm doing better than you, and I'm afraid that if I help you, you may be on my up. level, and now and I can't, can't stun as hard. Yeah, and like that's, that's foolishness. That, uh, yeah, then I want to piggyback on both of y'all. So what y'all saying is right. Prime example, the projects is the projects because people don't take care of it. If people, were, everybody was taking care of it, everybody mm-hmm. cut their grass, everybody made sure there was no piss in the um elevator, no piss in the hallways, yeah, and everything mm-hmm. was clean, they would say, you know what, this ain't no projects mm-hmm. no more. We gotta rename it. Mm-hmm. People only care about that. So it's it's as, as as minorities we only care about ourselves, and we don't care about. Working together. It's like working against each other. To come back to what you're saying, I don't even... The misuse of the project to me, what bothers me is that the project should be a stopgap. It should be like, you know what? It's low-income housing, so stay there, gather your bearings, and set up a plan. But people be like, yo, I'm only spending $117 on rent because of Section 8 and stuff like that. That means I got $1,500 for Balenciagas. That means I got $500 for a Ferragamo belt. You you have a a 7 Series and living in the projects. No disrespect. I see people do it all the time, and I'm like, when when are you going to grow? Yeah, it's true. When are you going to grow? We don't work with each other. That's that's what's wrong with each other. Instead of us three saying, you know what, I'm doing good. I'm gonna help this brother. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna show him the way. And the, the problem is, the, this new generation they don't listen. They don't listen. So stay. Say your last um, comment on this topic, and then we gotta wrap it up. Oh, um, yeah, pretty much what you were saying. I'm, I got so thrown off what he was saying. Yeah. Um, Wow, I'm, yeah, that's it. I'm going to go with Cliff said and yeah. <laughs> I, I got thrown off. My, my, my biggest thing, I'm going to wrap up the topic and then we can do a little shout-outs because we mm. got to head out, is this that I, I think we have to start putting our mindset in ownership, right? Because things that glitter, and I say that we're in full jury and stuff like that, but my mindset is always, how can I own this? How can I build a business mentality? You know what I'm saying? I don't have all the answers, but that's what I, I keep my mind working on. Like, you know, we have to purchase property. We have to build communities, right? Because everywhere we go, we're being kicked out. So the only way we could not be kicked out is if when we own it. You know what I'm saying? So thank you, guys. It was another good show. Now it's at the time where we do shout-outs before we head out. So we're going to let you shout-out. Shout-out what you got going on. Let people know how they can reach you and all that. Well, um, I'm on Instagram at the Monroe Show, um, and 
My shout out would just be to everyone that's really grinding, working hard, and knowing that they're giving everything they got. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep going and just keep believing in yourself and just keep pushing. That, that's my shout out. Um, my shout out is to all my family and friends I care about. And also, like, I want to piggyback what Isaiah saying and also what Mom's saying. Um, work together, not against each other. Good things are happening to you. It helps somebody. And you never know how far you can go. Okay. So my, my last shout out is going to be, I'd, I'd like to, you know, send prayers and um, well thoughts to all the people who are being affected by Hurricane Irma, the people who was affected by Hurricane Harvey in Houston. I want to say one thing. I, my, my thoughts go out to you. My prayers go out to you. But I also want you to guys to realize once you get through to the struggle and you have the opportunity to, it's going to be a lot of communities that need to be rebuilt. Take this time and opportunity to see if you can become a person who purchased a property and build it up and then start building communities. Sometimes through you know tragic situations, there's a bounce back to it. So if we could bounce back, start building up these communities and have ownership, then our future will be bright. So I always say my view for the week is chase building a legacy and not liabilities. And we out. That's another issue of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. Shout out to my boy Sensei. He should be back next week. We out. Peace. Mm-hmm. How you felt about it? That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It flows. It does it flow. Flows. It's not like, you know. That was cool, yeah.